ultimately all of us have goals that we want to reach and it's really important for us as people as believers as ambitious folk as people that just have things in life that we want to accomplish that we don't waste time on just trying welcome to the dream lifestyle podcast where today's conversation we're going to be talking about why you should not confuse production with effort because ultimately in order to get to where you want to go there's going to be some things some tasks some responsibilities that you're going to have to handle and it's very important that you just can't confuse effort with that production actually getting the job done and to have this conversation i got my guy kenneth is here in the building for show for show now uh you're a great person to talk to about this just because you're you know pro football player and everything like that so you understand the difference between production and effort so break that down just your thoughts when you think about again what is production and what's effort to you oh i think there's a basic saying that especially using like football or sports or whatever like work smarter not harder Mm, that's good so that you know that's one that definitely just immediately comes to mind we talk about production and effort um there's plenty of people who are going to put the effort in and you know i've been working yeah and (laughs) you know but what was you what were you working on were you doing the right work for the task Mm -hmm. that is ahead of you or you know that you're trying to accomplish at that time so yeah, you, there are definitely people who do confuse their effort with being productive or production. And when the results come out, you can see exactly what they were doing or, you know, the work, the effort that they were putting in compared to how productive they were being over the course of that time. I like that. And I think what's what's dope about what you just said is the fact that it really is the difference between the two are the results. Oh yeah. You know, and I think because again, in order for us to get to where we ultimately want to be, right? Whatever we define as success, whatever goal we set for ourselves and we set our mindset towards that goal, it's like yes, put in all the effort, but there is a level of you got to make sure you're doing the right work, but you really got to pay attention to the results. And I think for a lot of people, they find that hard to do. Just because it's like shining a real honest light on whatever it is that you're being done. Because like, there's nothing worse than when you put in a whole lot of effort towards something and then the results don't go or don't look like how you want them to look or how you expected them to look, you know, because that's it's almost heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, because everybody said, well, you work hard, you're going to get results. And that's true to an extent because. You can work, you know, if if you're if you're training for a marathon, but you're out there, you know, you're going to the gym and lifting heavy weights every single day. You, you're yeah. working hard. You're working. Hard. There's <laughs> a lot not, of effort going in. Absolutely. But that's not really aligned with the goal that you have in mind. Yeah. And in a situation like that, it might set you back even more on what you are trying to get done that's a good point you know sometimes you know if you do if you put in the wrong work in or the wrong effort in you you know it might it it might even hurt you in in that with the end goal that you have in mind so how does somebody how does how do you how do you identify the right work because i think that's a that's a skill like it's a skill to identify like 
the right type of work? How do you identify, okay, these are the things that actually matter that's going to get me the results I want? For me, uh, writing down writing down the end goal, okay, is is always is always pretty important. Um, you know, whether it's like you know for a season that I'm going into, you know, what I mean, write down my goals for what you know team expectations, my goals for personal expectations, and things like that. So yeah, I think knowing what you want that the end goal, knowing what you want that end result to be, that'll def- that that will definitely help you. Um, you know, make sure you're on the right path, right? Make sure you're on the right track with your with your work, with you know, make to make sure you're being productive. Um That's big time. Writing and, writing down the goals. That's yeah, big. That's big. Yeah. So, you know, so stay you know, stay focused on that because like I said, you know, some days some days, you know, maybe you you're not supposed to put the extra work in. You know, some day, you know, maybe the brain, the mind, the body you know, needs a rest or, you know, stuff like that. Um yeah, so I think you know setting out those goals before you get started is is definitely a big um, is definitely a big advantage That's into good. into you know setting the work that you have to do. I like that. I think to even add on to that, along with being clear about whatever that goal is and writing it down, I think writing writing goals down is so powerful because it's just like making it plain. Like it's just like okay, this is the goal, right? Instead of it just keeping everything in your head, because we go through like close to 50,000 thoughts a day. And I think that's even on the low end. Like there are so many thoughts going on in our head. And it's like, if you want to keep your goal in there, like your goal is going to change just as your thoughts, right? As your emotions go up and down, like your confidence level is going to go up and down. Like you got to write this stuff down just so that way you can kind of keep yourself on the straight and narrow. But I also think in the name of working smarter, not harder, you also need to do some research, Right. And it's that part of that's like a two part. There's two pieces to that. Right. Do research just on like what the field is doing, like what's the you can call it normal practices are or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Just to see in your case. Right. With football, it's OK. What types of drills are these guys doing? When should I be working out? How many times a day should mm-hmm. I be working? How long should the workouts be? You know, how long should the recovery time be? What should I be eating during this period of the year? Different things like that. Where You're doing the research on, OK, this is what the field you know, this is the standard, right? But then I also think it's also doing like self-research oh, yeah. on understanding like this is how I work. You know, I think a lot of people miss that where they think, you know, they have to always meet the standard, right? And like in some ways, you absolutely want to meet the standard, right? If there's if there's a baseline, like for example, if somebody wants to, you know, go somewhere in their job, their corporate job, like the standard is you go into work or you work Monday through Friday, right? Like that's not necessarily something you're going to, you know, miss or, or be able to overcome if you're trying to do something in that field. But when you think about adding that layer on top of it in terms of working smart of, okay, this is just how I work. Now you're equipping yourself with the information to know, okay, here's how I maximize just me yeah right and i think with with sports like that's easily seen just because like ultimately you know your body right like for other people it may be you're dealing with like you know the amount of time they can work or how focused they can be and environment they create at their desk or whatever right but in sports it's very much like listen i know my body so i know what type of warm-up i need to do 
I know what type of cool down I need to do. Like I know how to get myself going. I know when I wake up in the morning how like you do that self check in the morning of like, yeah. all right, knees are feeling cool, good day to work out or what or not. Like, you know, in but that's the working smart piece of it. Talk with me about what do you think about just that dynamic of the self research no, to really the, understand how you work. The self part is is maybe even more important, you know, um, and off, off the field, off training, whatever, like you said, even if it's just, you know, you, you work, uh, you're, you're at this level at your job and you're trying to, you're trying to move up here and then eventually up here, right. at, you know, at your job, if you're, you know, whatever it is, you know, you, you're in a cubicle all day yeah. and you're trying, to be that, to everything. you're trying to be in that corner office or you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is. If you don't know how, how you work and how you get things done, and where like your level of production is or can be or needs to be, then you're not going to understand, okay, you know, I know that I'm someone who I can, I can crank out two hours of work and not sit, not get distracted, not talk to anyone, not move a muscle except for what needs to be done or typed up. Right. Right. If, If you don't know that, then, you know, you, you might work for 30 minutes when you could have got two hours of work done yeah. or you might work for four hours and you know, the, that last two, you know, if you're, if you're, go, if you know, boom, I can work for two hours and crank all this out and then I got to take a break, mm-hmm. but you're somebody who works for four hours, then yeah, you know, it's just going to be a decline after yeah, those two hours. Exactly, it's like, exactly. what is it? it's called the uh, law of diminishing returns. Yeah. Like you're just going to be there for four hours. Cause there are a lot of people that, and I love that you brought up like, this is this principle of, just understanding how to work smart, not hard applies to really everything, right? This applies to relationships. This applies to your job, even applies to your finance. Like you got to understand how you operate. So that way you can work smart at that thing. So you can actually get results, right? And we'll get to that part in a second. But what I like about what you just said is the fact that, you know, this stuff applies to other areas in life. And when you think about just, it's like leverage. Like you're giving yourself leverage to be able to properly work the way you need to. Because like, I know for me, I'm one of those guys. I only work like two hours at a time. Right. And for me, I like playing music when I work. Mm -hmm. I know other people, they like dead silence. Like my fiance, she's a terrorist for this, but she works in silence. (laughs) And I think it's the craziest thing in the world, but that's how she gets stuff done. Right. Like she could sit at her desk, complete silence and just zone out and work. Whereas me, if I try that, I'm just going to be like pins and needles, like wanting to scratch all over. Like this is just uncomfortable. But I think I I think there's also a there there's there's also a, a additive to sometimes you do have to work in those environments that you're not necessarily your most productive in. Talk about it. So like like I I would say I'm more similar to you like. Even when I'm just like cooking or mm-hmm. yeah, some, something's got to be playing cooking <laughs> or showering or stuff like that, you know, or, you know, even if it's, you know, a day where I'm doing, you know, more mobility and yoga and not like a hard lift and a hard run, you know, I'm, I'm going to have music on, I'm, you know, to be in more of like, uh, you know, it helps me like get in that right mind yeah. state, get in that right zone. Um, you know what I mean? But there are definitely times where I will put on a completely different playlist like while I'm working out and you know it's cuz you know you got to you got to trick your mind sometimes or Absolutely. sometimes I will work out with the lights off with the music off 
and you know you're in a total different like state of seclusion or be or that's you know, true yeah. mind state mm-hmm. that where you really got to push through yeah, it like mentally exactly. you got to be way more intentional to be exactly. like i gotta do I this i have to do this i'm not in my comfort zone of where i am the most productive mm-hmm. but i still got to get this done um and i don't think that that's definitely not an all the time thing but i think yeah. that is something that um when mixed in can be can like boost production when you go yeah. back to your like comfort zone you yeah know I mean? because ultimately i mean at least for like when you're an athlete you know what i mean the music that you're playing when you're working out or you know on the field or whatever you you're not gonna even if they, it is a stadium or uh, yeah. arena or you know you're working gym, out, you're, you're playing in silence yeah like, there is exactly. no music there's going there's a there's noise but it's you know it's not the it's not the music you're listening to or whatever right you know what i mean so um you definitely have to i think there is a i think it is important to to change it up and you know do do some of those different things that throw you out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. when you are you know like trying to be on a level of production i think when you That's go good. back to getting in your comfort zone you could have more production yeah, um, at yeah that time. i agree because because there is so much power in just being able to control your mind that way like absolutely i know my baseline for okay if i would just want to be effective and i don't need to step out of my comfort zone absolutely lock me in for two hours at my desk with some music or a podcast playing it's gonna get done it'll get done it'll be efficient but at the same time if for whatever reason if i gotta sit there for four hours like i've trained my mind mentally to be like all right there won't be no law of diminishing returns like we we're gonna stay locked in like we're gonna change the music to something else so i can stay locked in even more like we i know how to do whatever is necessary and i think you know, a lot of people, and this is where we talk about the results piece of it, because there are some people that they may know exactly how they work, but then they're frustrated why they're not getting the results that they want to get. And ultimately, you know, it's like you have to make the decision that something's got to change if you're not getting the results that you want. And that's where you get into, you know, people falling into the blame game and everything like that. And it's like, man, you don't have time to waste. You know, like I know one of the biggest lessons for me really just within sports uh, as well as just now my journey in entrepreneurship, it's like ultimately the results don't lie. Right. In the same way, like the numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. So numbers do not lie. Like like they don't. And, and you have to, you know, be man enough, woman enough to just look at the numbers. Like you can say, I gave all the effort in the world during this month, during this quarter, whatever it is, ultimately, whatever that, result is whether it's a financial number whether it's a relationship whether it's a performance stat whatever it is that thing is you got to be able to look at that number and say okay with all this stuff that i did this was the result i was looking for or this was not the result i was looking for and it's like having the guts to just be like all right as hard as i worked i got to change something like something needs to yeah, be, gotta be more efficient yeah something has to be tweaked so talk how do you how do you do that self-diagnostic? Like, let's say, you know, you put in a lot of effort towards something, right? The result doesn't go your way. How do you self-diagnose, like, the changes that need to be made? Uh, well, I mean, for for me, it's to see what needs to be changed. Um, I mean, you got to, you, like you say, you got to be honest with yourself, but that self-reflection time, uh, is that's probably, like, some of the most 
like challenging time mm-hmm. when you go back and you're like, well, what, what, all right, well, I did all this, but what did I do wrong? Yeah. Or what, what was non-efficient, what was inefficient mm-hmm. in all of this that even though I put X amount of hours in and did this and did that, what did I do wrong? Um, and for me, the other thing, how you, to it's, I think it's also important to have some, some outside resources, um, you know, whether it's uh, people who know you mm-hmm. that know you when you're at like, okay, this, when he's at his most efficient, I've seen him do this and get this done That's and, good. and accomplish this, yeah. but it's gotta be someone who's going to be honest with you and tell you like, okay, yeah, you know, you were working on this and you were doing that, but you only got these results. You know, were you were you working on this? Did you spend as much time? Yeah, like them, the, them kind of tell yeah, you, have, like checking with you. Yeah, have some, you know, just have someone else who you know can also keep you a little bit accountable. But then I also think it's important to check in and see when you've got some of those results, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what did you do then, and then why did you not get the results you wanted this time? And also, same thing, have someone who not necessarily, you know, knows you to check in on you, but someone who has gotten, if you can have someone who's gotten the results, like if you're in the same field, you know what I mean? Almost, you know, like a mentor that's been, you know, like, you know, for me, you know, there's guys that I talk to that, you know, play ball and mm-hmm. you know, at least mm-hmm. the same position. That, okay. You know, you've got these results before. How did you do it? And, yeah, that's know, good to and, figure out where to work smart at. Exactly. You know, and okay, well, what did you do? And okay, well, I'm not going to do the same exact thing, but I know, I know how I work. I've seen how you work. I've seen how you perform and the results you get. How do I translate some of the stuff you do, adopt it, change into how it works best for me, and then put it, you know, put it into mine. So that way, next time I go out, I get the results that I'm looking for. Yeah, I think. Do you know what you want to accomplish in the new year, whether it be personally or professionally? If you're trying to figure it out, I'm encouraging you to get your ticket to the Dreamer Symposium. This is going to be your space to get really clear on what you want to do, where you are, and you're going to leave with a practical success strategy. And there's going to be an accountability system for the entire year to make sure that you complete it so that way you elevate your life. All you have to do to get your ticket is go to dreamersymposium.com right now so you can register. I want you to be there because I want you to level up. I want you to go to the next level in your life. I want you to level up in your finances, level up in your personal life, level up in your professional life, level up your overall level of being. And you have to go to the Dreamer Symposium to do that. So go to dreamersymposium.com, get your ticket. Now let's get back to the episode. That speaks to the importance of a success model. Like, having someone that has been there done that that you can like literally see right and like and again if we're take making this bigger than even just sports when you're able to really see the work that somebody else did whether it's an accolade whether whatever it is right like it makes working smart that much easier because you're not thinking okay i have this task or this goal i want to complete and in my mind on my own I have 20 potential things I could do. And so you're stretching yourself thin and you got to do all 20. But if you have a success model who has been there, who has done it, who's already gone through taking the lumps, trial, error, the whole nine, 
now you can say, okay, of those 20, they really only focused on five. Yeah. So let me see, to your point of like, well, if they were worked on the five, let me see how I work in the midst of those five, tailor it to me. So then ultimately I may outperform or just be right on par with where they were. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that is, it. I wish more people took advantage of that type of resource because Ultimately, also with the success model, I think a lot of times people think their success model has to be like light years ahead of them. And it's like, you need somebody that is literally only one step ahead of you. Like, and again, it's not saying like that person's going to be your success model forever. Like they don't have to be. No, You just not. need to pull and glean from people that are at least one step ahead. Mm-hmm. Like as long as they're one step ahead, you can learn something. Because if you're taking a step forward, then you know you're not going backwards. Exactly. So... That one step is better is better than well, I didn't go anywhere or I yeah. took a step back. You know what I mean? That's so it's, it's always it's always better to move that inch forward than okay, you did all this work, but you still got knocked back. Yeah. So you know, then I was you know, then you wasted time, and it was <laughs> yeah, then it was wasted time. It was wasted effort. You know, a lot a lot of stuff went mm-hmm. to you know, kind of just went to the wayside and you know was yeah. not, was not necessarily pointless because you're still going to learn from it yeah you're going to learn from it but, but you lose time yeah like i exactly. think that's the thing too it's like there's no point in waiting around because you're, you're gonna lose time you know and time is our most valuable asset mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the things mm-hmm. like a lot of people they love to say it but they don't actually like align their actions with that belief you know like ultimately yeah work hard absolutely all the but if you're not working smart then you're going to find yourself wasting a lot of time oh, yeah. that you're not going to get back. And you're just going to look back at the whole thing and just being like, Dag, I really wasted my time or I should have had that conversation with a success model. or I should have done a little more research on whatever that topic of goal is so I can figure out the path just so that way, you know, I'm just being efficient with time because ultimately, you know, all of us have a limited amount of time here on earth. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and it's important that we do things the right way the first time. Like, I think that's like probably one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in life where it's like, if you're going to do something, do it right the first time. So that way you don't like, you'll end up with a bigger mess. If you mess up, you know, the, like if you, if you only put 50%, like you, you don't put all that you could into it the first time and it doesn't go the way you want it to. Now you have like a bigger mess to fix up, to fix as opposed to, Yo, let me just do this right the first time. Let me take my time with every single step so that way if anything does go wrong, like it's not a big blow up in my face, you know? And I think, and to go back even to what you had said before about the people around you, that all of us need to have somebody that is aware of the step-by-step process of whatever it is that we're going through. And aware of the goal you set. Yeah. You know, I feel like for me, I know, like before before the season started, like we was in the you know in the middle of camp, and just the dudes that I lived with, um, you know, we just asked each other like, yo, what what you, what are your goals for the season? Like, of course, we want to we want to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, you know, we, we want to do this. all that. We stuff is nice, yeah. but what do you yeah, want to do exactly? But what yeah. are your goals for the season? You know, and we were just honest with each other. You know, I, you know, I want to be this all pro leader in this, have, mm-hmm. have this many touchdowns, whatever, and. You know, so on those days where, you know, you're not feeling, you know, we those days where you're like, man, that was a hard practice last night or, you know, whatever, I'm sore on my back or my knees. And, 
but you know you still gotta go do something. You know, mm-hmm. it's, well, bro, if you if if you want if you want to be if you want to be first in this, like right, they'll remind you, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's so good. You know, and that's super helpful too, because like those reminders, like they they mean the world. Because again, like as you go through the process, like there are hard moments. There are times you're like, dog. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I want to take a nap. Yeah, I want to get off know, work early. Or I got it, it couldn't it could, it might not even be like a I'm tired thing. It could just be like, oh man, like there's people hanging out, like, or I could go do that. And it's like distractions. But like if you have that person that could say, Well, sure, you could go do that. Sure, you could take a break, but I thought you wanted to Yeah, we gotta at you gotta at least get this done first. Yeah. Before yeah, yeah. you can go do that. That's you know, good. someone that's gonna help you just you know, just just give you those little reminders of like keeping your priorities in line mm-hmm. to to get you know, get done what you need to get done so that way, boom, the end result is what you is what you want. That's good. Do you in a I'm pivoting to like a it's more of a spiritual space of it though. Do you have like any type of biblical reference that helps you stay in that space of working smart and not hard and like involving people in your process from like a biblical perspective? Uh, one of the big dudes, one of the big uh, dudes, <laughs> one of the big people for me in the Bible is David. Yeah. Um, I think David receives a lot of favor from God, as we all do. Absolutely. We all do. But, um, you know, when you look at, you know, he was, you know, took out one of the most notorious families in, you know, uh, you know, in Goliath and his family. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, and then, you know, they're described as giants. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he'd taken him out with slingshots. So, you know, he was had a strong destiny from the start. But as he, you know, continued to rise to power and, you know, then was king and, you know, leader of massive armies. But. You know, he was essentially sat. You know, he sacrificed one of his own dudes just so yeah, he could, sure did. You know, go be with his woman. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But 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 then that was a setback on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, and there's many other, you know, oh, there's a lot uh, instances with David and all throughout the Bible. But yeah, I think uh, like they, you know, King David, in a sense of just like a reference to like the more you stay in line and the more you stay aligned with. Like sometimes, sometimes God is very direct with you mm-hmm. in in your path, and you know you will hear it straight yeah. up. Right. This is what you need to do. I'm telling you, right? Go, you know, <laughs> facts. You, you know, every day you got to wake up at this time. You got to get this done. You got to make sure this is done every day. This is done by the end of the week, and these are done by the end of the month. Right. But you know, and it's like, okay, well, if I got to get this done by the end of the week. I can still, I can, I can not do this today. And mm-hmm. then by the end of the week, you are rushing to get that done. And if you would have had those two, three hours on Wednesday that you didn't, you know, didn't check your notes and re, you know, reread and then, you know, shower and yeah. get a workout. Right. And, you know, now. Got to properly plan it out. Yeah. So then on Saturday, okay, well, I got to go read my notes and I got still got to finish one more workout and do this. But now you're not necessarily done for the week. And then that might push back, you know. Yeah, the what, following week's work exactly, and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's a real compounding fact. And I love that you brought up David, too, because... 
If you're looking for accountability, you need to check out the Dream Society. For $20 a month, you can join a community that will give you the support that you need and the accountability that you need to hit your goals every single week. And for $20 a month, it is the best investment that you will ever make in yourself. So I want you to go to dreamsociety.info right now to join, and let's get back to the episode. David, for sure, works smart. By basically leaning into who he was, yeah, right to our to the point that we talked about before of like really understanding how you work, so that way when the opportunity to slay Goliath did come, mm-hmm. all David had to do was be himself, yeah. And then even when you think about after David slayed Goliath and he was, you know, King Saul was going after him and everything like that, David had a really great friend in Jonathan, Saul's son, who basically helped him. And they were, you know, described as brothers, mm-hmm. right? And when he listened to when he listened to Jonathan, it, the, saved his life. It, it, it was easy, yeah. It, you know, it was there. There was no question that you know he was going. You know, he was going to be safe, and you know he trusted in Jonathan and his hiding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you know that's so good. No, I think I think that's that's really good because ultimately all of us have goals that we want to reach. And it's really important for us as people, as believers, as ambitious folk, as people that just have things in life that we want to accomplish, that we don't waste time on just trying. Oh, no. Now, for me, like this, this would be like, you know, very, I guess, stereotypical in the, you know, like, you know, uh, was it Yoda? Like there is, oh, no, yeah. there is no try. There is no try. You know? It's only do. Do, you know, do or do not. And that, right. that's one thing for me, like. I'm not going. I'm not going to try to get it done. I, I, I'm gonna get it done, or I know I'm not going to get it done. Right. If you try, if you, if you just tell yourself like, yeah, I'm gonna try to do this. Well, then it's gonna be like, well, then you already leaving the door open, like at least mentally. Of, mm-hmm. Well, I'm okay if I don't get it done. That no, you that know? right there. That I, that is so so to true. me. To me, I can't like I. I don't like to have that like negative level of acceptance. Yes. You know, when it comes, yeah, like, oh, well, I'm, maybe I'm going to do this or like, may, there's, there's words that I try not to, not to use, like maybe try, can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, can't you know, is bad. I'd never know, say can't. Although, you never know, say can't. Although, you know, all those kind of, you know, words, you know, words like that that are just like negative personal or, you know, can, you know, like try and maybe people are like, oh, what do you, what do you mean? It's just like, yeah, no, I don't want to leave like room. Yeah. For, you know, if I'm getting, you know, if I'm got to get something done, I'm not going to try. Yeah. You know, because your goal, then that end result is going to end up in a maybe. And I don't want that. And that, that reminds me in, in the Bible, it says, let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. Yeah. Like it's as simple as that. Yeah. Right. Right. Like if you say you're going to do something, do it. Like there is no try. There is no might. There is no can't. There is no maybe. It's just straight up. I'm going to do it. One come hella high water or I'm not. And it's a matter of just being honest about that. Like, I'll be honest with the fact, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, that's, cha- that's changed my life, my business, the way I interact with people, just because I'll be able to, I'm not going to do that. Or or I'll just be able to say, you want it done in a week? It won't be done in a week. Like, it, it just, yeah, it's it, just it, it won't straight be done. Up. Like, it'll get done, but not in a week. And that's okay. Right? So, for me, what you just said is so good just because there are so many people that are in that maybe space and it's like, look, better to just say that you're not going to do it, especially like if you know in your heart of hearts, like you're not going to. Because most of the time when people say maybe or might, they're like, they they know, eh, probably won't, right? 
And it's like, don't do that. Like, again, you're wasting time. That's where you're just in the trying stage of stuff. And um, I think that's, man, that's really good. So ultimately, when we're talking about not being confused or not confusing, I should say, effort with production, it's a matter of, one, getting clear on whatever the goal is, two, really doing the research on just what the standard is, as well as doing the self-research on just how you work uh, to be productive. Mm -hmm. But then three, it's also being super clear about who you have around you that is involved with your process, as well as having a, a success model that be a, that will be able to pour into you or model to you, okay, rather than you focus on 20 activities, let's focus on these are the five that I did that led to me being successful, yeah. whatever it is. So that's good, man. That's good. Well, look, we hope that you appreciated that conversation where we talked about the difference and why you should not confuse effort with production. I hope that was helpful to you. Um, if you haven't already, you can sign up for the Dreamer Symposium that's happening December 16th. That's where we're going to set godly goals for 2024. Uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Last year was success, and this year we're going higher. Some awesome speakers and stuff like that uh, for you to go. So if you're ambitious, I encourage you to go in the description link below to get your ticket for that. And uh, as always, your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. We'll see you guys next week. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Let me uh take a picture. <laughs>